Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. When you listen to the podcast, you can thank the Freehouse. We thank them all the time, right, Lex? Oh, we love the Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse, and thanks for the beer. Lex and Dawn, I have a great idea. Yes? Thank you for asking. I would like to take you two out to lunch. Are you game? Let's do it. Where are we going? We are going to the Lowry. I love the Lowry. It's one of my favorite places. They have such good apps. And there are various ways that they can serve you. Three ways. First, we can go inside. Or you can order online for the Lowry from one of their delivery partners. Or you can pick it up from the restaurant. Should we go inside, though? Yeah, let's go inside. Let's Let's have some breakfast. Okay. And then we'll get some food to go. And it's all my treat. Can we get yes. food for like three days? Um, I'm just asking for a Dawn, friend. I think you're kind of stretching <laughs> my right. generosity, but they do have amazing breakfast and mimosa yes. flights and Bloody Marys. But Don, I don't think you can get the Bloody Marys to go. All right. Ooh, and it's Bloody Marys all day, every day. Well, but I, I thought Mama needed a beer. Don't you want some free house beer at the Lowry? Yeah, actually, let's do it all. Why not? <laughs> I'm Dawn, thirsty and her? I get out. I guess I'll be driving. <laughs> you, you are driving. Uh, you can make reservations. You can check out the menu. You can order pickup and you can order online at thelowryuptown.com. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything, Katie Kirk. I'm Jace with Lex. Yes. And Dawn and Kenny, thank you for being here, everybody. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, how's everybody best. doing? Yeah. Uh, feeling good. I need more coffee, but other than that, yeah. Yeah, me too. You yeah. too? Yeah, I need a, yeah, I need a one. I need another a, cup a of one. coffee. <laughs> I, need, I, need a, I need a one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you need another meatball. Yes. Uh, let's talk about The Walking Dead. Uh, you watched the finale, Alexis, I did you did. not? <laughs> the finale that we didn't even know was really happening. <laughs> they yeah. did not promote this much at all. Yeah. So I did watch last night, and a few spoiler alerts just, just to warn you. When I first um, saw it on demand, it said it was two hours long. I thought, is this really how long this finale is? Oh, no, no. The premiere of World Beyond, which is a yes. spinoff, that's the second hour. So if you see that, don't be alarmed. It's one hour finale. 
Okay. Um, well, it's only one hour. And I made it about three minutes into that and then had to change it. Because, first of all, I don't want to get into it because I'm already in this dumpster fire. But yeah. um, it was just <laughs> boring. So I thought, I can't even care about new characters right now. The Walking Dead has all these people from Oceanside and all these different areas. They're coming in. They're dying. I'm like, who was that again? Bye. Okay. Peace out. I don't know who you are. So there was a little bit of that. But in the first few minutes, eye roll inducing right away. Father Gabe, he's trying to calm down a kid, which, geez, you'll love this. <laughs> the zombies are all coming in on this, the building, and they're trying to figure out how they're going to get out. And he's trying to calm the girl down. He's like, look at my hand. Look at my fingers. And I'm like, ew. Okay, we're looking at his fingers now. And he's like, they're weak each on their own. But together, and then he puts them together in a fist. They make they're stro- so much stronger, and then they flash ba- flash to all the different because you know the team right now is scattered all over the place, right? We've got Eugene looking for his sweet honey Stephanie. He's got a team with Princess now. That's a new character. Uh-huh. We've got Daryl and Carol out, you know, doing their thing now. And then we see Maggie. She's digging in the earth, and she finds a metal box. Inside the box is a letter that says, you know, so-and-so's died, everybody's dying, we need you, come on, come on, Maggie. And she is wearing the most fashionable fashionable fedora. I'm like, wow, where did she get that? Anyway, you see a bunch, <laughs> a, a bunch of her later on as you go along. And Don, do you, you focus on that. Well, it was really nice. I thought, wow, yeah. where are you finding that in the apocalypse? Yeah. Dang. And everyone's so clean. Yeah. This is the other thing that I don't understand. You're yeah. covering yourself with zombie blood and guts and stuff. Why do you look okay, like you just you. took a shower? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome, Kenny. <laughs> well, I have, I have this problem with all the old, old movies I'm watching, old cowboy movies, old whatever movies where they're out in the wild and the dirt and the grime and they haven't seen a shower or a bath in six months and they yeah. all look beautiful. Right. Yeah, yeah. Drives this is exactly the same case. It's like <laughs> they got a little crazy. blood on their back and you're like, that's all you... You guys have been yeah. living in an abandoned building. You should be looking much worse We should right be now. able to smell you from where we're at. Yeah. Yes, you should be. <laughs> and then, Dawn, I cannot wait for you to watch this because there's a couple moments with Carol. You know, she's really going through it. She's sad, depressed, suicidal. What's like she's, new? Right. Yeah. Same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> she almost walked off the cliff with the zombies. Oh, and I thought, and were you like, do it? I was like, go, go. But you know, you know, we know there's going to be a spinoff with her and Daryl. Oh, that's true. So, so you know the stakes are not very high with that plot. Exactly. So we all know that's going to happen. Then Lydia saves her. And so then they become, you know, they cry together and like this little (laughs) like little rock thing behind you so that the zombies are walking over them and dying. And and then Beta dies in a pretty epic way. He got two swords to the eyeballs. That was pretty cool. And of course, you know, I'm still in. What? What with the eyeballs? Two swords to the eyeballs. Oh, right. Yeah, in an epic pairing. I'm Um, so glad he's gone then. I mean, you really can't spoil it for me because I don't care enough. So, yeah, (laughs) what else bad happened? Well, so that that happened, and you know how it happened. It's just like whoa, because it's down with Chanigan and him again, and Daryl saves the day, and and then his mask comes comes off, and then uh, Negan's like, you know who that is, right? And it's that because he's a country music star, yeah. 
And then Daryl's like, oh, I don't care. And then they walk away. You know, it's like Daryl did a lot of <laughs> grunting? just one word grunting. Perfect. He does some sign language, you know, but that's about it, basically. Wow. Um, so then, so luckily, all the whispers we don't have to worry about anymore. Um, but, you know, they get to safety. Some of them do. Some of them don't. And then at the very end, we get to Eugene and the team. And they're looking for his sweet honey that he met on the radio. <laughs> yes, okay. Yes, yes. And this is where they get me because I got to know what happened. It had a yeah. very cool cliffhanger <laughs> because they're going to this like abandoned like crate shipping area and they're walking around and they're joking around and princess makes this joke that he's horny which i was like whoa that seems out of place yeah but the where did that come from yeah because he's like i gotta find stephanie i'm good we're gonna work really hard because he didn't make the deadline when he was supposed to meet her right and so she says that and they're like laughing like ha 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 that all of a sudden the lights in this shipyard turn on and stormtroopers come out no Yes. Like like Star Wars stormtroopers? Yes. Like these stormtroopers. I mean, it's, you know, it's DIY stormtroopers, but they're covered. They have got white on their, you know, their face. They've, they're, they have weapons. And then it ends. But before that, too, Gabe almost dies at one point. And then Maggie shows up with this guy who fought Michonne. Oh. And he looks like he jumped, just jumped out of an Under Armour commercial because he is looking super athletic. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, and like super clean. He's got ninja moves, you know. Okay. So then that guy, like, who is that guy? Who is that? Who is that? So is he um, the guy on the <laughs> island that, not the one that fought Michonne? It's Michonne, yeah. Oh, is that guy oh, or girl? My- it could be a girl. I don't know. They didn't take his mask off. Okay. So there's just randos, but I'm still in because I want to know what happens to Eugene. I want to know if he, I, I need to see Stephanie. But we've been waiting a long but we, time. But now for we this. have to wait until next year to see Stephanie. Yes. Okay. So, so we're going to get season 11. Maggie's back. It's going to be supersized. It's like 30 episodes. It's going to take us into 2022. So there's still a lot more Walking Dead. Sadly. (laughs) Sadly. That's why we can't get into any of these spinoffs. We can't go the world beyond. No, no, no. I I wish I didn't. I wish I still liked it. I really, I got you into it. I, yeah, I geez, wanted to thanks. enjoy it. I, the, 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 I know I, I, I wish that I did, but my goodness, the, the Glenn season just turned me off and I, I had a good ride with it. them. They, they were great. It was a wonderful show for the first, you know, seven, eight years, but yeah. I just had to, I had to bow out, you know, and I usually yeah, stick with the show through. till the end. You know, I usually do desperate housewives Desperate and- housewives. Yeah. Good example for us. Yeah, the good wife. I usually stick it out to the end, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well. So well. that's what happened. I mean, you might want to just tune in just to see the stormtroopers. Yeah, maybe I'm going to just so yeah. I can get a little piece of Star Wars and the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Yes. Um, so it's, it's it's back. It's back, small yeah. B. Back, small, and that was the last B. episode of this season officially. Yes. Okay. okay. Yep. Got it. Got it, got it. Hey, uh, Lex, would you mind if I uh, if I answer an email? Would you mind if I do that real quick? Oh, yeah, please. Which one? Okay. Well, we Get just one. got an, oh, we got one. Um, I wouldn't read it if I were you, uh, because I accidentally did during the commercial break, and I oh, no. okay, uh, and I'm I 
No, don't do it. Uh, but I want to address something real quick before we take a break. Um, I mentioned, I, as I've done before, thanked people for what they've done for my mom. And I knew that this would eventually happen, but I never knew it would come in such a hateful email. So I just want to reply oh, no. to this. Oh, yeah, no. I want oh, I want to be very clear about something. And this actually gives me the opportunity to say it. Uh, this woman or man, um, and they didn't put a return address, so cowardly behavior there but uh let me read you what they wrote and then i will uh answer um this is verbatim here's my major complaint and this might turn me off from my talk or at least the jason and alexis show for good i feel bad and have said prayers for jason's mother regarding the tragic loss and damage of her home due to a hurricane it is very tragic and thank god for her safety and well-being things happen for a reason and maybe this was the event that spawned the relocation to minnesota and closer bond she will have with jason with her now living here my major complaint is why on earth would jason set up a gofundme and ask my talkers to support this cause on their backs i'm sure a majority of my talk listeners don't even make close to the income that jason does mid six figures jason has commented that his mother has household insurance which i'm sure will cover most if not all the loss why can't jason fund his own mother maybe take a few less trips to disney world out of the 10 to 15 times he attends maybe spend less money on pull tabs he and his husband spend on a weekend basis maybe have a a less expensive apartment than the 2000 plus per month i'm sure he spends in the north loop i'm sure there are many ways to cut costs and help his mother out greatly why ask for the backs of my talkers i'm sorry for her loss but there are more needy causes that require the financial help of us let me be very clear you nasty coward i've never asked for anything specifically let me be very clear on that i did not want to set up the gofundme i actually turned it down in the week's after my mother had the hurricane happen to her or the the I'm sorry, I'm like discombobulated here. I didn't set up the GoFundMe right. and my talker set uh, my it up. Talker did I it. would uh-huh. I, I had four to five people approach me to do it. And for this very reason, I did not because I am capable of helping my mom. And you have no idea You have no idea how I live. You have no idea how much my rent is. You have no idea how much I make. You have no idea the money that I am spending on my mother. So for you to write such, are you that miserable? Are you that unhappy that you feel the need to say that? It is so... it, It makes me incredibly sad. That I even have to explain this. I didn't set up the GoFundMe. I did not set up the damn GoFundMe. It was done by a wonderful woman named Meredith. And I mentioned it to thank her. And every time I've mentioned it, I've thanked. I don't expect anybody to help. I think it's wonderful that they do. But for you to say this is just just inhuman. It's one of the nastiest emails. And I've been called everything from a fag to the most hateful things you could ever call someone in the in the in the business of doing this job but this letter right here talking about my mother is perhaps the nastiest and i hope you're really happy with yourself you unhappy and then in the earlier emails you go after dawn and alexis so if you don't like the show you don't like how we talk about a show hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get every Everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Then turn the channel. But I, I, I really hope that you feel better about yourself for the rest of the day, knowing that you've made me feel horrible and you've made my mother feel horrible. You nasty, nasty person. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. Time to get caught up with the uh, Dirt Alert with uh, with, uh, with with Don McClain because Elizabeth Reese just had a baby. She did. You can check out her baby on her yeah. Instagram page, Heath, Heathcliff. Is the baby's oh, such name a pretty name? It's so cute, it's so cute, and and the other kids look so happy and <sighs> excited. So congratulations oh. to Elizabeth. Yeah, congratulations. And we'll see her next guys. year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, literally, we'll see her next year. <laughs> okay, um, Anne Hayes, um, on Dancing with the Stars. You know, she we've seen her. We haven't seen her a lot in the headlines, but now we are because she is on Dancing with the Stars. Um, she opened up to her. A pro partner Keo about her life changing relationship with Ellen DeGeneres. So oh. in 1997, she met Ellen at a Vanity Fair party and she said it changed her life forever. Um, and she also goes into the fact that she was doing a movie when she started dating Ellen uh, called Volcano. Do you remember that movie? I kind of just, yeah, briefly. So, um, she told the producers that she was going to bring Ellen as her date. And they said, if you take Ellen to this red carpet event, you're going to lose your contract with Fox. At that moment, um, the producer took her hand and said, do what I say. And I said, no, thanks. So then she took Ellen to the premiere. Um, So at the premiere, you know, they do the red carpet and uh, she was ushered out before the movie even ended and was told that she was not allowed to go to her own after party for fear that they would get pictures of me with a woman. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. And they were warning me this is going to happen. Um, and the stigma attached to the relationship was so bad that she was fired from this multi-million dollar picture deal. Uh, she didn't work in a studio picture for 10 years. And yeah. she said it was yep. all because she, you know, was courageous uh, enough to have an open relationship with a woman where people see them as a gay couple. And it just seems so crazy that even in 1997, something like that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but it's, yeah, it's, it's surprising and it's not. It's, yeah. you know, you, you think even though we're in a post Will and Grace world, it's. It's still real hard. It's, yeah. Yeah. And, but, and guys, think about it. That was only 23 years ago. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, Sad. and it's still happening. I mm-hmm. mean, you hear, you know, you hear young actors talk about all the time a Charlie Carver um, from Boys in the Band and American Horror Story, and now more recently, um, uh, Ratchet talks about, you know, the executives that have just said just crass things to him and other. Um, he had a gay friend and also in the business, literally slap him across the face and tell him, stop being so feminine because you're never going to get any roles. Oh, gross. Oh. Yeah. It's just like, be somebody else. Don't be who you are. We need you to fit into this mold. That's always 
disappointing. So yeah, uh, Mariah Carey. You know, we're all about the meaning of Mariah Carey, the book. Um, Jason, you had this story on here. We didn't get yeah. to it yet, so I'll just say <laughs> she talks about briefly. She was briefly engaged to a billionaire named James Packer. He was an Australian guy, billionaire, <laughs> so much money, so much so money. People are asking, well, why wasn't he in the book? And she says. If it was a relationship that mattered, it's in the book. If if not, it didn't occur. James and I didn't have a physical relationship, to be honest with you. Interesting. So she never slept with him. Um, now, she called off the... It was actually James Packer who called off the engagement in October of 2016. Wow, I can't believe it's been that long. Um, and she sold her 35-carat diamond for $2.1 million. And then she started dating her backup dancer, Brian Tanaka. They, they've been together ever since. I think they broke up for a little bit, but is she currently with yeah. Brian Tanaka? She, she, yeah. Lex, I think she is because wow. they were, um, uh, they were, I think they broke up once and then she got yeah. back together with him, but she didn't make a big deal about it. I think they just got back together. Like suddenly he was on her Instagram again. I like them together. Me now too. I, I, I think they're a nice couple and, you know, he is very attractive. He is. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Agreed, Jace. Thanks for saying it. Uh, but yeah, he's her number one fan. Yeah, he was just um, celebrating her memoir. So, yep, still together. Oh, wow. And, you know, that's great for her because she, you know, she has enough money. She doesn't need somebody else's money, right? Yeah. No, oh, please. It's, it's, They're doing yes. dance moves, and he's he's a creative director, you know, so yeah. doing some creative stuff. Oh, Alexis. Yes. Creative smile stuff. in your, I can hear Lex, that what, smile. What kind of creative stuff, Lex? Well, What's he doing? Hey, get it, girl. You I get, get it, boy. I get it, girl. He's 37. Mm-hmm. I, uh-huh. And they're mm-hmm. both in shape and have not, fun and dancing not gonna, in the sheets. Not gonna, right. not gonna hate on that. No siree. <laughs> nope. Not here. <laughs> when we come back, everyone, Bethany Frankel will join us. We're really excited to talk about uh, her brand new podcast, which is just kick ass. Seriously, we'll be right back with Bethany. She's mentioned it all, and she's done it all. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, I'm Jason Matheson, along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and Kenny. We're really excited for our next guest. Uh, We've had her on many times over the years. Uh, Bethany Frankel is out with a brand new podcast that sincerely you have to listen to. I've devoured uh, every episode. Just Be with Bethany Frankel is available now. And uh, Bethany Frankel joins us now. Good morning, Bethany. Hi, how are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Just, you know, home working, homeschooling, home living. (laughs) seriously well bethany i mean it i I said in our earlier hour i said you know as much as i love bethany if uh, you know if i didn't love it i wouldn't say it and bethany this is i mean you have found it girl this is podcasting i know you didn't know anything about podcasting before but i think this is the true this is the (laughs) true i bethany i really mean this i think this is like one of the truest versions of you that your fans can get and i love this and i want to ask about episode one with mark cuban you know, uh, you referenced in the episode, he's one of the smartest businessmen that you've encountered over the years. What is one of the pieces of, of advice from Mark that you implement the most, like in a daily, in a daily, on a daily basis in your business? He says that if you're unhappy, you'll be unhappier with money. 
And if you're happy, you'll be happier if you have money. Meaning, like, having money and being successful just accentuates who you already are. And it's funny because somebody else, my friend Kevin Eubain, who's the president of CAA, which is a big, powerful uh, talent agency, said the exact same thing in a different way. He said money just accentuates who you are. So I'm finding, and the reason I bring that up is I'm finding through the podcast that even though these people are so different and their root has been so different, through all the people, it's almost like different veins through the body that I'm finding different things, different people's success tenets connect to one another. So mm. myself mm-hmm. and Dana White, the head of the USC, we both believe, like, don't tell me no. Don't tell me no. It's yes. That's the answer. And Paris Hilton and I both agree, you've got to do it yourself. You, the only person yes. who's going to work the hardest is yourself, and you cannot do it without a good team. So, like, you know, just everybody has different things. Andy and I both agree that you've got to be very decisive. We just both happen to be very decisive. Like, keep it moving. Decide, and then keep it moving. Don't get bogged down in the weeds. So... That's why this thing is going to be so great for people because it's actual visionaries, billionaires, game changers. That's the filter for coming on the show. You just don't have to, being famous is not a reason I would have somebody on a phone <laughs> for yeah. uh, the show. It's what have we done? What that's have we done to yeah. change industry? That's why it's so good, Bethany, sincerely, Lex. Right, and a lot of people, too, you know, with the pandemic, we're thinking about, you know, what else can we do? We're really looking at our lives going, you know, am I really happy? What kind of things can I do to set that up? Now, when you talked about a team, what's important when you're trying to find that right team? Oh, good question, yeah. The truth of the matter is, you got to move the pieces around many times. As Paris and I, Paris podcast drops today. And as she and I spoke, basically, we've both had many teams, many people come in. and It's like a football team. You yeah. create a player out. You get a new player in. You get more players. You reduce the players. You get a different strategy. Is this the right team? Do I, you know, with football, you have to have a certain number of players. But with business, it's like, do I have too many people? Do I need to streamline and lean out? And, yes, people are thinking now, what do I do and how do I do it? There's never going to be a greater shakeup in, in a long time, in Amen. years and years and decades than there is now. People had passion projects they wanted to work on. They were afraid to jump, and now they have no choice because we've been leveled out. The snow globe has totally been shaken, and it's upside down. If you were in a home learning business, you could be a billionaire, and if you were in commercial real estate, you could be broke. So everything is upside down, and people are going to find tremendous opportunities, and big businesses move more slowly. People with small entrepreneurial ideas, they can be nimble, and they can hustle, and they can be quick, and they can make you know, plant seeds that in the next couple of years will grow into a whole new flourishing business environment. And you talked mm-hmm. about that with Paris. I listened to the episode this morning, how, you know, when she was famous on A Simple Life, she was already planning what was next for her. It, and you also, talk, you also talked about how you've got energy and you see it as buckets. Can you describe that <laughs> a little bit? Ooh. Like, so, like, I, again, yeah, I didn't realize that Paris and I have this in common. She didn't even know she was playing checkers. I mean, she didn't even know she was playing chess. Yeah. She was playing checkers. Those people that are just doing one thing at a time and just taking money for the thing that they do, they're playing checkers. The people who are looking at the board and four steps ahead, mm-hmm. and that was me when I was in the house life, they're playing chess. You're looking at the board, not just the pieces. So that's really super important. And you said one more part of it that I forgot. What no, the buckets, like you were talking about putting oh, your energy. Buckets. Okay. Yeah. I just said it, listen, I just said it to somebody who's very successful and sold hundreds of millions of dollars of businesses, but we can all learn from everybody else. I said, you have like 10 buckets that are a third way full. 
And what you're looking for right now is three buckets that are absolutely full, six buckets. You want to bet on yourself and bet on the horse that's going to win. You don't, you can't go to the racetrack and bet on 10 different horses, right. $5, you end up making no money. But you got to pick maybe the first one, maybe the second one. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's like an exact or a quinella, but you have to, you have to <laughs> fill the bucket. Yeah. Figure out well, where to spend your time. Time is more valuable than money. Well, thank you for spending time on this podcast and with us. Uh, we mean it. Thank Everybody, you. go rate it. Give it a five rating. It's worth it. You will become obsessed. Bethany, continued success. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank hey, you, Bethany, Bethany Frankel, everybody. Just be with Bethany Frankel wherever you find your podcasts. Yeah, she's right. She's she's so right. Um, the, the Mark Cuban episode, she talked about uh, opportunity. She's like, look. Um, obviously, this is the worst time in, in decades, uh, health-wise, uh, uh, fatality-wise. She says, but in a business sense, she says, there there are going to be... Op- well, Mark said this, my, my apologies. Mark Cuban said, there are going to be businesses and opportunities that spring up during this time that will be the new Facebook, that will be the new Apple. He's like, yeah. uh, because like you said, Lex, how you were uh, phrasing your question, people are... At home, they're thinking, they're, 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 they're recalibrating is the word I was searching for. They're recalibrating, Lex, trying, if they had one business, how do you keep it afloat in this environment? Or how do you contort it to match the time? And Mark talked about that, meeting the moment, matching the moment we're in. And it was quite inspiring, no matter what type of business you're in. I, I really did. It is it's inspiring. A nice spot. I only yeah. listened to one episode, but you know, I haven't felt inspired very much lately. I'm just like going to work, going home, and you know, just trying to unwind instead of using my time. Uh, and this is like one of the first times I'm like, oh, I got that spark back to like do something new or invent something new for myself. And that's yeah. hard. It's hard to come by right now. Yeah, it is. And I, I really did get it from that. I mean, I, well, I love, I love listening to advice from smart business people. Me too. Yeah. It just mm. makes me, I'll take any advice I can get. And that bucket thing, oh, wow, I had a little Oprah aha moment. Dawn, I'm so glad you asked about that. She is so right about that. If you spread yourself so thin, mm-hmm. the whole the betting the horses analogy, Lex. Yep. If you're if you're betting five dollars here and five dollars here, yeah, you may win twenty thirty dollars. Oh, wow, that I'm That's that. So yeah, true. because I, we, we uh, as a creative person and you guys are as well. You get all these ideas, and it's like you've got all of these things that never get resolved, just floating around in your brain. Because yeah, it's overwhelming, too. You, right, and then you don't end up doing anything. And Not she says thing. to put your energy, find six buckets, and it's like, here's mm. my family life. Here's my <laughs> here's my new, new venture that I'm going to invest my time in that's going to return on my investment. Mm. Yeah. That oh, I I now I want to go listen to the Paris Hilton episode, which I will later on. And Dorinda's in the beginning of that one too. Yes. I know we're not supposed to really talk about Housewives with her. That was one of the notes. Um, but yeah, she talks about how well she's handled the transition from being let go and being honest about it and also refraining from saying anything really nasty. So that's kind of oh. insightful. And good. Now, yeah. Dorinda, I don't know. I haven't watched since she joined the team mm-hmm. and now gone, of course. But is she a business owner? I, I don't know much about Dorinda. 
Um, no. Um, I I don't think she owns per se any businesses. Okay, so they um, strictly her, talked. Yeah. Um, her husband, her her ex husband, or not ex husband. I'm my apologies. Um, her husband passed away many years ago, several years ago. I think he was a diplomat. So, oh, okay. um, yeah, he was something. I think he was diplomatic, if if memory serves me right. Um, but you know, she has merch, merchandise, and stuff, but nothing like a skinny girl or anything like that. But uh, gotcha. yeah, so good. Just be with Bethany Frankel. Uh, Eight forty-two. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one zero seven one everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Thank you for being here. We greatly appreciate it. Hope you guys are having a really good morning on this Tuesday. Be productive. It's the most productive day of the week. So go out there and... Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Do something. What are we doing today, guys? Are we doing stuff? I am <laughs> drinking. You are drinking. That's <laughs> productive. Am, I, I am. I after. I am. I am. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm going to drink and then uh, nap. And... Uh, and start to look for a job at Baskin Robbins. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, I think, you gotta name uh, all those flavors, Jace. I don't know. Can you do it? Yeah, hot fudge, vanilla, uh, bitter troll. Oh, that, that's not a flavor. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'm done. Oh I think, uh, man. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, so yeah. Oh, just yeah. yeah. Don't let them get you down, Jace. Oh. Seriously. You know, it's 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 interesting. The uh, I, I I usually by the end of the hour because for some reason these idiots like to send emails right at the top of eight. Have you guys noticed that? It's usually, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. No, yeah, I'm not no, kidding. We laugh because yeah, uh, it's noticed. true. Um, I, and I, Lex, I have I didn't notice it until just now, mm. and um, it's always the top of eight. And usually by the time I get to the end of the show, I feel um a couple. Uh, sips of Coke better. Um, I, uh, <laughs> what kind of Coke? <laughs> I, uh, 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 it doesn't really matter right now. Um, it, um, but but this one is different. I don't know. I feel yeah. horrible. Like I I'm just being real real. That's what my talk is. Um, nice. I I feel awful. I just it it. I, I'm not gonna try to sugarcoat it and. It's probably, and if you missed it, uh, listen to the top of the eight. I, it's just the, I think it's the most unkind. It's probably the, in it, in I think it's because it mentions my mom. Yeah. And I, again, I, I've been called obnoxious. I mean, even in this email, she, and I love this. I, I love this thing when people say, over the years, you've gotten very pompous. I, I always love that. I'm like, what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. But anyway, um, uh, so I'm confident. So I, I don't know. Sue me. But um, this one, I think, because it mentions my mom, it's probably like if you call me again, I've mentioned it just to be very yeah. blunt. I've been called a talentless fag. I've been called every homophobic term you can ever, ever. I've had people threaten me. This one, I, I this one really I don't know. This one really bothers me. It just because it mentions my mom and it's so off base and it's so not even in the realm of reality that the fact that people think this and then, I mean, she, he, they wrote like a novel girl. <laughs> I still haven't even looked at the email. Oh, told don't, me to. don't, don't no. Cause the first paragraph is really all about the us, the three of the show. 
And they're and it's oh, anonymous, great. and that's the other thing. That's you know they didn't even put a, f- a real email or a real name. So yeah, let's have a conversation about uh, yeah, this. I, I you know so right then tells me who they are, exactly. but um, it's just awful that anyone would think that. But I don't know. This one just really <sighs> has gotten to me, and just really <laughs> what Don? I just it's just I'm laughing because of the the comments about i mean they're so mad at me because i don't like walking dead oh yeah she, it's like yeah. i have to have oh. a strong opinion as a radio host we are coached you either like it or you don't and yeah. anything in between is wishy-washy yeah. and so that's how we're trained to speak because you want a dynamic dynamic interesting radio show and then they go on to insult the fact that I'm watching Big Brother that they call <laughs> Good Brother. Yeah, this is oh, the first no. paragraph, Lex. The first. Well, I'm uh, sorry. The it, first paragraph is how like, I'm that's pompous. An old ass show or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, okay. The first paragraph is how I'm a pompous idiot, and then the second one is how um, we watch old shows. <laughs> and then she saved and? the best, and then she Vanessa Williams and saved the best for last, and. Um, basically what I think is also funny is that we get the blame. Jason and I get the blame for hating on walking dead. Did you not just hear Alexis rip it on it too? And it's (laughs) not a new idea. It's not like we came up with this. No, No. so many articles. Forbes has an article saying this thing needs to die. You know what I mean? We see some bright spots and we're in it. We can't stop, but it's still a dumpster it's fire. It's supposed to be funny. I mean, I don't know why they right. take it so personally, but whatever. The, the last, the only thing, Lex, that made me go was people are so not used to, and she sounds like she's been listening for, I don't know, whoever knows, but um, people are so used to you being, you know, the nice one, you know, when I'm going off on something. And, and, and so that one of the sentences was even Alexis is being negative. Like even Alexis hates the walking. <laughs> like it's so uncommon for you to type. I'm like, Alexis doesn't like everything. I mean, no. have you heard our show? Anyway, I don't oh. know. It it's, yeah, I can, I can usually bounce oh, back man. within the we hour. We got to put our energy into other buckets. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Drinking. That's no, right. I we mean, don't um, have any room for a bucket. I don't productive. even have a bucket anymore. I kick that bucket over with negative emails and comments to me. You yeah. know, there were it's just people will say the nastiest thing. Like I, even when I was sick, people sent me awful emails about who do you think you are putting up a post like that and like just get over it just awful stuff and i'm like bye uh, someone Ew. made this ob- someone made this observation you guys and and i think it's true i think covid because we're all so bored and i really do mean that um whether it's servers and i've talked to service industry people i've talked to my disney cast member friends i think people are actually meaner I think oh, this because people are so bored and they're and, so I, and I'm not even making a joke. I'm not yes. even making a joke and not just about us. I have talked to so many servers and people that work at Target anecdotally or, or I've read articles um, that I, I, I really do think that we because we're sitting in our house and we are bored doing puzzles that people just have time to ruminate just to, to, to stew on things. And it is made, I think it really has made people meaner. And that makes me so sad. And also uh, more aggressive on the roads. Oh my gosh. It's like, whoa, people are just angry about life and they're using their vehicles as weapons. And I'm like, I got to get home. That's (laughs) scary. Yeah. Yeah. But we have. You think it was always there? It's just now um, they're emboldened to say things now. 
Yeah. Um, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Yep. Boredom and and you know everything other other examples. Frustrations. Right. Yeah. Maybe they so. don't. Maybe they lost their job or. Uh, but you know what? I'm not going to put my energy into thinking about it. I got other no. buckets to fill today. That's I know, right. I I'm got gonna... some crocheting to do. I got some hooking to do. She's got a hooking bucket. She's got a... I she do. Has... I got my bucket full of all these whips. Wow. Which okay. is a work in progress. There we go. Thank you, okay. guys. Oh, boy. Now, now that made me feel better. Ooh, I mean, yeah. that finally. I feel better at the end of the show. Kenny's Thanks. trying to get rats out of his house. I mean, yeah. come on. I'll Lady come bugs. over a couple of... I'll come uh, over I'm pulling docks today. I'm pulling oh, good. Today. Okay. Yeah. You're pulling yeah. what? Docks. Oh, docks. Get those docks oh, out of the that's water. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Dock bucket. That's going to do it for... <laughs> Thank you. Okay, now I've laughed twice. That's fantastic. You got some buckets. Go out there and be yourself, everybody, because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right. Just don't be a nasty troll and send mean emails. That's not nice. Don't do that today, okay? Use your productivity for something else. We love you, most of you. Have a great day, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye bye. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.